Welcome to the Via Tourism Podcast. My name is Coach Brenton Williams. The Via Tourism Podcast is dedicated to Africa's travel and tourism industry, where leaders from the private and public sectors get to talk to us. You can subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, and Google Podcasts. In today's conversation, Kone Koch, the head of the Western Cape Convention Bureau, takes a deep dive into the state of the mining sector in the province and its preparedness for the post-COVID era as live event makes a glorious return. So welcome to the Virtual Podcast and uh, we'll be in Cape Town and right now we're in, in Cape Town where we've just ha- had um, the Africa Travel Week. We started from the 11th to 13th and it's the first time that we're having the event since two years and to help me unpack some of the development here with respect to business events and MICE and all of that it's the head of uh, the, the MICE division at um, Westgrove and she's going to introduce her, herself and what she does here. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for having us and um, and thank you for everybody that's listening to this, this podcast. No, super. And thank you again for accepting to speak to us because we know it's been very intense and if I may start off with, uh, what was your impression of the events, Africa Travel with WTM, ITLM and the other events? Yeah. Um, so thank you. So to start off with, just I'm Kona Koch, I head up the Cape Town and Western Cape Convention Bureau. We are a um, unit within the destination marketing organization um, for the Western Cape province. And the show was, to sum it up in one word, was electric. And it shows that we are so ready for the travel sectors, I think, ready ready to face each other and face um, face the world, and that the demand is still there. And I think to me, you know, just talking from a general tourism perspective, not even that it was a show because an exhibition is a mice event, we know that because it's part of the funnel, but that the fact that, that we were, that it was electric to be in that room and to know that the sector um, has not died off completely because you didn't really know what to expect. You didn't really know that there was going to be that energy. Um, And what that means is what I think business events mean to people. And it means that you have to have face-to-face engagement to do the networking, to do the trade. So the impression was exactly that. Um, The fact that there were other events um, alongside the the World Trail Market Africa, IBTML, you know, the global stage, made it so worthwhile to attend. So it was not just a one-dimensional exhibition, there was other elements to it. Um, I'm not sure about the exact count, who attended and you know how many, and I know that Reed will definitely um, give those yeah, out. Yeah. But I was surprised that in the three days, yeah. you felt there was always a buzz, um, and even if it was just the exhibitors buzzing amongst each other, um, necessary to do that trade, that networking, necessary to see that people are still around. Um, and I think from a MICE global perspective, that's what we find when we also speak to our clients, that people are still willing to meet, which is the question, are meetings going to be the same? Will people travel? Is the numbers going to be the same? And I think if there are still a reason why people should meet and network, like at World Travel Market, yes, it was a tourism show, but it was an exhibition, and it's part of the business events um, for pillars, mice. And that showed me that there's a value for business events and why we must continue 
marketing destinations to attract those because they, they it's what happens beyond the show. Okay, I mean for me it's even an understatement that is a value, it's more than value and, and the fact that people beginning to meet again and, and I mean the team at West Grow and you know the mind sector never went to sleep because you know there has been a lot of work you know regarding putting the necessary uh, infrastructure being it physical or something to start the you know the sector now uh, let's look at what I mean Western Cape or West Grow your your new strategy because then what happened was that we were going to go into a new phase and the new phase meant that we ought to be ready so with this event happening which is bringing more you know confidence and I keep on telling people that the, the initial events or events that are taking place is not only about Cape Town or you know South Africa but it sends a wave of confidence in uh, for our sector that people are ready you know to meet again now if you can run us through your strategy and what you're doing to even get people more to the city and I mean to the region and to the country yeah. you know to bring the event yeah. Thank you. So, so I think that the beauty part of it is in terms of um, attracting and positioning ourselves because we work quite closely with our leisure unit, um, so we, we feed off each other. Um, the second thing is that we we are within Westgrove, the agency being tourism, trade, investment and film promotion, and, and to me, or rather export and not trade. But the the important things here is that you, you have a... Um, a, a lean into those sectors because at the end of the day business events is about sectors and about what you're attracting to your destination. So our strategy is based on not in market, we, we have a sectoral approach and we've got key strategic session se sectors that we focus on. When in terms of strategic direction we align to um, the economic growth sectors of the Western Cape government um, and those include examples of the ocean economy, um, the green tech, biotechnology, health technology, I mean um, agri-processing for instance. So when we, when we go out for finding and attracting meetings, we try and, and keep in those lines. Okay. Um, and the reason for that is because the, the meetings are, they, they, they arrive, they are presented, and then they leave something, either a networking opportunity, a trade investment opportunity, and so forth. So that's why that's the focus of the strategy. But uh, more importantly is still to do um, old traditional business development. We still are a big component of our staffing is to look at business development, not just international. And I think that's the key change that COVID had shown us how important our domestic market are for us and the continent. And that if we, if something like this ever happens in the world, that the continent must make themselves work for themselves. And so, with, um, for instance, with South African tourism and with our with our other um, unit in, in Westgrove, the leisure unit, we are looking very actively in how do we make sure that we include lots more conferences that's for that's here for the continent that that are for the continent, but that is rotating in okay. the continent. And the, I mean, the continent is very large. We must know that. Yes. So you can't you can't think that a conference is going to be. You know, South and North and South and West Africa is worlds apart from each other. But um, the relevance and the type of sector that, that um, needs to be the topic of the conference is important. So I think the alignment in terms of 
what types of conferences you want to attract, what is relevant to say Kigali and Kenya and Cape Town for instance and then that's the strategy. So we have a business development manager whose portfolio is, um, is, is the continent as well as obviously South Africa from a domestic market but that we are actively getting into market, we will go in market, in fact we've been already last year and we, we want to make sure that we build those relations that we use our links of our international own associations like ICA, the International Congress yes. and Convention Association. Such that, yeah, yes, really, yes. That we use those because we all are there for, for that reason and that you, you sort of keep the ties and the ship together or, or the ties of the, of, um, together in terms of um, moving the love, if you now want to call it to a very simple term. So that's a very big strategy. If, if it means that we um, that we use just opportunities to build relations, um, to go out there and to find out what are people want wanting from meetings, um, are they going to be um, are they going to be interested to vote at their meetings? Because if you if you use Europe as an example, they have a plethora of meetings that just rotate yes. in the, in, on that just in Europe. But in Africa, we don't have enough yet. There are meetings, so we need to work much closer. So collaboration, partnership will be very key. The other strategic focus is that we are we need to reposition ourselves as a what what people what makes us great as a destination. Why should you choose our destination? And we're not doing the traditional stuff of normal destination marketing, um, beautiful scenery, you know, um, all sorts of things, the wine, the, the everything else. But we're talking about what do we have here that is attracting people to come to the destination, and that's knowledge. So we're focusing quite heavily on our knowledge economy and profiling people that are that does great things in the Western Cape, in the tech space, in the biotechnology space, in agro-processing, in the oceans economy, for instance, and lifting those individuals up and profiling them, and thereby replacing focus on the sector and hopefully will attract more meetings. So we have a project that we are going to launch um, that talks to that. And the last one is literally just to talk to do our normal promotion and marketing stuff. So it's it's very lean, it's got like three main streams, okay. but it's very focused. So it's the, the continent, Africa, it's repositioning ourselves from a knowledge economy, the innovation side, and then doing what we are there to do as a bureau is business development, bring in new bits because we do have a target of um, converting um, meetings into into bits. No, that's that's good. And, and, and how, uh, uh, I mean, do you have a legacy event as part of your strategy in, uh, as it were, putting the name of Cape Town in South Africa on that? Uh, yes, we do. So, so the link what we do there is we are, we are part of an international alliance called Best Cities Global Alliance. Okay. And there are 12 convention bureaus across the globe that's part of the alliance. And, and through that narrative, we are pushing, because you've, you've got to educate your association buyer or the corporate meeting planner about um, what else and the legacy behind that. So it's almost like a constant thing. It's not like a strategy. Okay. And, but the strategy will, will lead into the initiative we're launching called LEAD, which is a leadership excellence initiative. And through that, we will place focus on, um, on the legacy side and what do you leave behind. Um, there's not a particular project that we're taking to say we want to make a difference in this angle or that angle, but that if each, if each meeting planner can be told about um, about legacy and what it leaves and what it should leave, 
and then of course our role would be to promote that and to talk about that and that is, is a key component of when we know about a legacy that's literally made a difference that we do promote it and talk about it. I mean again uh, in terms of uh, infrastructure obviously the physical I mean the physical infrastructure uh, Cape Town has it all but uh, if if you may want to add what has been the uh, updates with respect to meeting spaces and what kind of uh, either you're also looking to, um, uh, which is I think you know uh, rightly so, expand those infrastructure not just only in Cape Town, in the Western Cape. That would also mean that you are spreading events uh, across. So, uh, you know, can you give us a, a, you know a bit of information on that? Yes. Um, so I think I think interesting to me is that when we sort of start to get open and we could host a few events. And a lot of events moved out of the city. Okay. So the city didn't become a hub um, of, of what, what it used to be. So you've got these big venues and people were more wanting to find smaller spaces, more intimate spaces, something maybe that you can move outdoor um, and different spaces. And so, so that was interesting and it's still a little bit that, like that. However, since literally a, you know, a few months ago, if we look at our big schedule and you look at the type of events we are bringing in, um, that the like the CTICC would be the space that that would be um, filling up, and because they've got the size and the capacity, so those those are coming back. Um, and in fact, what you now find is that you've got events that were moved out or uh, postponed, and now that we're fighting for the same dates. You know, yes. in for instance, the CTICC. So that makes it difficult for them to manage um, the book. Um, outward, yes, our role is we work very closely with the South African National Convention Bureau. They have a project called Villages, um, Townships and Small Dorpies, which is a direct strategy to move events around in the province and to outer line regions. So that's a concerted strategy. We're sort of um, getting it. It's a pilot project. Um, and But we've identified key areas within the Western Cape where the, the Sultana Bay RDZ, there's an industrial development zone, and of course people have to leave. So we want to push any national meeting into that space and not necessarily the CTICC, for instance. And so you've got examples. So that's kind of how we um, try and move the, the, the meetings around. But of course, if you've got somebody, your international events are mainly focused yeah, on Stellenbosch some, some, and Cape Town. Some specific requirements that you have to meet, so then that's, yes, that's, that's, that's yeah. agreeable. Yes. Now, uh, again, on that uh, side, uh, do you also have a plan in place uh, regarding uh, ensuring that uh, meetings, yeah, we know it's corporate, people have to come and meet and go, but the added value of uh, making sure that it's more impactful is either you are undertaking a social project or something, is it something that you're thinking to yeah. make it part of a Not directly, um, and I think it's probably the way we are structured in terms of uh, getting the funding side, because the okay. other promotion agency. Yeah. But the developmental angle is run through the Department of Economic Development and Tourism. So, of course, you align, and if there's products that's been developed or something that you need to make an impact for, we will make sure that we promote um, a product or something or a service. So, it is not a direct um, delivery of the bureau, but indirectly, we always know, you know there is something, and if it's something worthwhile in terms of that we should be promoting, we will do that. Okay. Uh, can you run us, uh, you know, uh, run us through some of the events that are coming back or you have on your uh, on your schedule here in uh, Western Cape or Cape Town? Sure. So, um, and I think I just want to jump quickly to the infrastructure question, just if I may. But 
No, you can aspect of, of, of the air access is, is a big one. And I think yes. it makes a huge difference of, of attracting the amount of delegates because at the end of the day, you want your numbers. That's so, um, and, and the strategy works really well. It's, it's, been, um, you know, it's been working for a long time now. Um, and throughout COVID, they haven't stopped in working on attracting and retaining um, additional airlift. And, and a big focus is on Africa, for instance, to have more direct airlift and not to go through Johannesburg but to come directly to Cape Town. And of course, Europe and, and, and the United States is, is a big focus market too. Um, and then to get back to your question about um, the, the types of events, mining and Daba. Mining and Daba is a, is a, it's almost been um, presented for almost 30 years. So we are very delighted to know that they are coming back um, into the destination. They just moved their dates a little bit. And um, they, are, they are looking forward to having the bigger capacity. As you know, we've got restrictions and we're not allowed to have so many um, delegates. So we hope that that will be lifted quite soon. Mm-hmm. But so, so that's just the only barrier for them. But other than that, the infrastructure is here, the airlift here, all of that's here. Um, so Mani Naba is one, and then we've got a few. We've got a, a few smaller conferences, but um, they, they're quite impactful in terms of the the Africa space, and then as well as the international space that, that we are coming back. Uh, that that is not coming back, but that we secured. And it's an important number is that since 2020, when we sort of went into lockdown, which is incidentally when we change our fiscal year. So we so the stat that we that we use is 2021 fiscal year until today, we've secured 33 new bits for the destination. They're small and large meetings, but what we do find is that the large meetings are now coming back and okay. they can and they are the, and I can mention one or two of those. Please go ahead. So the World Congress of Neurosurgery, which is something that was moved out, but that's happening in September twenty twenty three, not twenty two. But that's we're expecting four thousand people because that's the bit that we that we bid for. And and the other one is the International Maternal Newborn Health, which is also about a five or one thousand five hundred um PAX event and that is also in twenty twenty three. So there's so I think the trend is that 2022, we still see a bit of smaller events with smaller numbers, but that the big numbers that is rotating across the world is still in existence, which is important for us as a, as a bureau. Um, and then just very quickly, 2022, we're seeing the, the International Test Commission Conference, which is a quite a small kind of association conference with education focus. But we've also got, um, we have, I'm trying to look for the, for the Africa one, um, there is a, um, a Sister Cities, which is an international association that has training agreements with Sister Cities, and they are coming in February with a specific focus on Africa, and they're looking for other Sister Cities to twin with their um, United States cities. Yeah. And they've, they're sending a big delegation, but it's a very economically driven kind of narrative. So so those are the things that we that I'm just highlighting that I think is interesting. Um, and then in end of 2023, we've got the African Network for... Um, evidence to action in disabilities. It's called AFIME. But that's also a conference that rotates in Africa. And I think that's the things that we want to lift out in terms of the narrative of getting those meetings to rotate across the continent. Oh, that's quite uh, impressive that you're having this conference coming back because uh, at, the, you know, at Meetings Africa, the, in the South African Convention Bureau had also uh, Reveal that they've secured 20 uh, events between now and 2023, which uh, I'm happy that was, you know, Western Cape you know, plays a key part uh, in that. But uh, just to wrap up our conversation as well, uh, regarding 
numbers and recovery and where you sit, do you think that uh, we can make my so business event part or is part of your strategy forms a key part of the economic strategy of Cape Town yes. because it's noted for events, conferences, but as to whether now in the new wave of things it's become a major because what happened was that I mean, tourism as a whole itself I mean, was seen with you know, people who have it, had you know, a different look of tourism sector. But also they're beginning to see that uh, it was a, a, a key economic uh, driver, right? But now as we go into recovery or we are into recovery, how are you seeing the role of mice mm -hmm. for the regions? Yeah. Um, I would love to, I know that from the Western Cape government mm. that the pillar of business events is very important still. They are still finding it useful obviously to give funding because we get funding from them. Um, even the city is very interested and we have a very good working relationship with it. And they've got a clear strategy of where the other events are playing and where business events are playing. So I can definitely say from the Western Cape perspective, our um, principals and our political leaders definitely understand the value of business events to the destination. I think the focus is so big from the economic scale that it's definitely still a, a position across the globe about the value of business events and we have to continue educating our um, our leaders about the, the bigger value. In some destinations, yes, they are getting a bit more exposure and maybe funding to promote or to assist business events. Um, in South Africa, we do rely a lot on the South African National Convention Bureau for that. And thankfully, that has not disappeared okay. during the two years. And we are, and like I said, we, we probably are the bureau that bids the most at the moment. And I do think you know the destination has a lot to do with it, but it's also the service and the connectedness that is that we do have with the sector. So I think you can't remove the two, but um, the fact that they are important, um, specifically on our side, did get the the support. Maybe not the most support that we wanted to have, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it is still very important. Yes, and in fact, if if you look at kind of you know, the numbers, and if you look at the kind of travellers that come through, the business travellers are the ones that returned quicker than the a leisure traveller. So yes, the recovery probably changed it now, but when we first opened, business to business people were still the ones that, that travelled the most to Cape Town um, and the Western Cape and not okay. the other way around. But those numbers are changed. But also think that, yeah, we have also a, a major problem in leakage, you know, in terms of uh, the measurables, because, yeah, Again, not just in South Africa, in Africa, you know, as a general, where uh, in tourism or even you could say mice and people's idea of what is mice itself maybe is not captured in, you know, in uh, collection of data. So people, for example, if you have somebody coming for shopping tourism, okay, sometimes it's captured as trade, which tourism is part of trade. But if we don't capture it and situate it so that it gets that traction, and uh, investment drive from either governments or provincial, you know, leaders, then um, is not uh, being given its fair share of the cake. That's that's can't that's the same thing. Can't be more right. Um, and what what COVID did show the sector, and specifically in South Africa, is that we didn't have those numbers. We didn't have the. We had maybe like a view on the types of international meetings. We know the economic impact. We understand 
what they do for a destination. But if you looked deeper down, you needed to find the national impact, you needed to find the amount of jobs that's in the sector, you need to find... So what, what is beautiful, and that's probably um, what it is due to the pandemic, is that in South Africa, for instance, they formed a South African Events Council comprising of 12 industry associations across the board of mass. Okay. Technical services, you know, the exhibition plan is not just the conferencing. Yes. And they, they did come together. And it is a core component now for them to talk to those numbers because those are the ones that we need to ensure that we have survival of the sector and to show economic impact. So there is actually, there's a big drive towards that. And even internally, um, we will probably, um, not probably, we are going to launch a research study on just our domestic market of what it looked like, what did the corporate market looked like. We used to travel before mice because um, I don't know in the, in the rest of the continent, but I do know that the corporate market is still very hesitant to travel. They still are a bit... Um, no, you're sure. right. Yeah, you're right because there's a, a number of them that day in, day out, you see that they're receiving either a secular that they cannot travel because there's all these you know, restrictions okay. and all of that. Finally, what's your outlook of the sector? Um, if, if, I, if I listen to my colleagues internationally, locally, and if I saw what happened at Meetings Africa, I do, I do, I do feel positive. Okay. I do know that we probably will not. We need to know that we can't expect exactly. same numbers. Yes. That we are going to have conferences that's booked, like for this week, and the event's going to be next week, mm. very shortly times. Okay. And that, and that people are going to travel for a particular topic. They're not going to go to a conference of three days and they only, want, they only wanted to listen to, say, the middle days afternoon session. So the question would be from how do you design that conference as an event planner? Because people are going to travel for, their, for what they really want to attend the conference for. And I think if they can't find it, they're probably not going to travel. So that, that story of making the event relevant is something that it's not our role as a bureau but it's there, and we need to help our organisers to make sure that they have impactful events and conferences, obviously in MICE or business events. Um, so I, that's what I see, and I think we, we are seeing, we, I don't know that we can call it recovery, but we are seeing um, at least an upward trend yeah. of those bookings um, and the interest of um, the value of meetings and people understand we still want to meet face to face, yes, and not in a virtual platform. That's important. Yeah. So I think there is a change in that. But I, and to end, the hybrid world will not leave us for the moment. We will still see a lot of hybrid events taking place, which is fine. Um, but I think um, the face to face meetings. Yes, I think it's, it's it's a better uh, alternative. But again, to close a deal and the fact that we're having a meeting and you don't have a pre-arranged meeting, but you can. Equally so, close a deal because of uh, you know a networking opportunity. It's, it's uh, you know it's quite uh, you know better than that. And again, uh, yes, virtual is fine. It's good. It's great. It gave us some window to still be alive. Great. But uh, I cannot imagine you know a big contract that are signed just on virtual. This, yes. this, this, these are the yeah. facts because you ought to be very sure of it because it also has its own risk and uh, stuff like that. So and it was good to see people coming. You know, meeting again, exchanging you know, pleasantries, and yeah, I know that yeah, we're still in the pandemic, but 
it's going to be with us for a long time. Exactly. This, this, I mean, this yeah. is my position, so yes. I think I think it's good. Mm. And you can see it. You can you could see it at Virtual Market Africa. You could see it in the in the venue. Um, just I mean, it was almost like a massive reunion, if you ask me. <laughs> and, 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 and 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 then I, I mean I also make the point that we are not making comparisons with respect to other other sectors, but you know, without due respect, people are going to the stadium or we are going to sport and we are doing that. So. I believe that we'll come back to you again. Connie, thank you so much for your time and uh, I wish you the best and I hope that the event will start, uh, you know, coming back in, in thick and fast and I'm pretty sure that we'll maybe coming back just as we're seeing the air access. And now I've seen the other airlines also announcing, uh, adding more shadows and, you know, announcing, restarting in the route to Cape Town because you had, is it Delta? I mean, you had Delta, and I think well, before the pandemic, United, about three or four of them United, coming. United, yeah, United. United so Delta is still on the on the court, and then uh, uh, yes, Air Belgium in September. Yeah, I think it's very, you know, very, very good. So I wish you all the best, and thank you so much for your time. Thank you for the opportunity.